0: Hey, this is Benjamin Wong, and you're listening to Kids CEO. On Kid CEO, we highlight the kids who are swimming against the tide. The inspirations, the change makers. From kid entrepreneurs running their own companies to philanthropists making their imprint on Earth, Kid CEO is showing the world what kids can really do. On this episode, we're bringing in Mallory Martin, the 10 year old brain behind People Pops Land, the joyous toy company that sold out at the famous Design Con in 2017 and has raised over $1,000 in only a couple days. Stay tuned! A kid CEO. One of our main messages is to never miss an opportunity. It was 2017 when Mallory Martin was tracing a popsicle and saw how she could turn them into cute little people. Her imagination immediately lit up, and she pictured this land full of frozen pops. What started as a pet project and hobby soon took off. Since officially creating her company in 2018, she's been to places like DesignCon, and her Kid Everest campaign has raised almost $1,000. Today, we're bringing in Mallory to discuss how such a simple concept was able to become a design bestseller, and how she gets into that creative mindset. By the way, speaking of Kid Everest, If you haven't checked out the episode featuring them, I highly recommend you do that right now. It's one of my favorites, and I love their team and sibling dynamic. But without further ado, let's get right into the episode. Alright Mallory, so we know the basis of how People Popsland was formed. But can you go into a little bit more detail of the behind the scenes story on this creation?
1: My mom gave me this lip gloss. I thought it looked kind of like a person. So I took it, I traced it, and I drew it into a little mad scientist. I thought it would be a great toy, so I showed my family. But they needed a place to live. So together we came up with the idea that they live in the freezer and. They just don't make everything be made out of ice. It could be carrots or frozen corn dogs, waffles or pancakes. Anything that you would find in your freezer or your refrigerator makes up people pops land.
0: Yeah, Mallory. I think it's so amazing that you were able to see something that plenty of us would overlook and turn it into an actual company. It really is amazing and goes to show all your creativity. Now, Mallory... I did my research, and I found out a little bit more about what goes into creating toys and what goes into creating people pops. So, the process involves 3D printing. And, of course, 3D printing is a very complicated topic. So, how did you learn to do something like that that most adults don't even know how to do?
1: Okay, I watched over my dad's shoulder. He is a toy designer and a 3D modeler, so I would just have to come into his workspace and just watch him, and I could get the basics. He would also teach me about how things had to cure and how we had to soak them in alcohol baths and how to remove things from the resin plates. Anything that i passion for, my parents make sure we can get it done.
0: Mallory, I think it was really the last line you said, that anything you had a passion for, your parents would support. And that really, really resonated with me. And I think that is so key and so important to any kid entrepreneur. Your parents have to support it. And I think that how much they encourage you to do it is so wonderful. Now, your toys tell a story and bring you into an entirely new universe. Can you touch a bit more on that?
1: Okay, it all starts in summer. If you grab a box of popsicles, because it's really hot and you want to eat them, you usually open it up, take one or two out, and put it away into your freezer. When you put it there, only one of them is a people pop. That one people pop gets out of the box, wiggles out, and wiggles all the way back into the freezer. And then when you open the box back up, you're like, hey, I thought I had one more. You did. It
0: just went to People Pops land. Mallory, I love your personality and your storytelling is very amazing too. The way you present everything, not only just your products. And I think that you are really an inspiration to other little girls and little guys who want to do something like this. And you're showing them that in every way of the word, it is possible to turn all those dreams and thoughts into a reality. Now, you mentioned in a video that you hired your own dad to work on your designs. I assume your dad's maybe like 30, 40 years older than you. How did it feel to be in charge of your dad, who's so much older than you?
1: Well, it felt amazing. I was in control. I caught the shots. I knew he was like standing because I've seen the work he's done for other people. So, I just said... That
0: can you make these? And he said, sure. It just felt outstanding. Yeah, Mallory, it does, contrary to what people would believe, it does take work to manage someone who's so much older than you. Because there's a weird dynamic there that I think you've kind of, you know, taken out of the situation. Now, I'm sure you played with toys as a kid. Uh, when I was, well, actually, I technically am a still kid, but when... I was a little younger. My favorite toys were these lightsabers that you would flick, and with the blade would come out. It was really cool. What were some of your favorite toys growing up, and in what ways did they influence people of Popland?
1: I honestly liked every single type of blind bag toy. It was a blind, bl- it was blind bag craziness when I used to play with toys other than people pops. It was exciting. It was a mystery, and there are so many to collect. But the thing was, once you Collect them all, they weren't really connected. Sure, all these people were in the same dance group or were all cleaning supplies or something like that, but they weren't really interconnected, they weren't really together. There was no real storyline with all the characters. You could make your own place, they didn't actually have a place, they could be on top of a mountain, in the water, anywhere really, but they never actually had a base.
0: Yeah Mallory, I definitely do understand where you're coming from. I've never heard of that specific toy, but I do collect Funko Pops, and my favorite part about it is how they're all so interconnected. So when you buy one of your People Pops, you're not buying the product, you're buying into an entirely new universe. Now, clearly it takes a lot of imagination to do what you're doing. You said you even wrapped your hallway with drawings and toy research. Have you always had that creativity?
1: Yes. At two, I made dresses from tissue paper. You can see them at my Instagram at, at @peoplepopsland.com. And at three, I drew a castle with a princess and a moat on the wall. My mom was kind of mad, but also kind of impressed. And since I was really into Disney princesses, my mom remixed all of them into scientists. Tiana was a chemist, Belle was an astrophysicist, and Ariel was the marine biologist.
0: Mallory, I think it's so great that your parents are so embracing of that imagination. I mean, most parents would punish their kids for drawing all over the walls, but I think it was great that your mom, instead of punishing you, was like, wow. Now, what's the process? How do you think of these new toy designs?
1: Okay, I basically just immerse myself in what I love. I love drawing, coloring, reading, playing with my sister, being outside, so, I just do that and ideas just pop out. It also happens if it's a little too messy and my mom makes us put away all the toys. Then I just either make it for myself or I just pretend to have it in my mind. The next step would normally be to dry it out and to see what it should be in. If I'm making a soft thing like Queen Glaceous Castle, it would actually have to be in pastel. So, I would have to choose my color set too. Then know would color it in. I
0: wanted. Mallory, so after you think of the design, what happens next?
1: Uh, First, you have to model it in ZBrush, but after that, he could 3D print it.
0: Mallory, you know what I find so right here is that your dad, instead of simply saying, okay, I'll take care of it, just give me the designs, he's really teaching you what goes into the process, which is making you a lot more knowledgeable in this industry. Now, you mentioned something called ZBrush. To be honest, I have no idea what that is, and I'm sure a lot of listeners are the same way. Can you tell us what ZBrush is?
1: ZBrush is a program where you can sculpt things. You can either pull it out, push it in, and do tons of crazy things. You can draw hair on it. You can make brushes. And so he just took that, he added a square, added around a dome, and put them together, rounded it out to be about the size that I told him I wanted it to be, since I made Clay People Pop and showed it to him. And then he built it. We were first thinking of having them just on sticks. They actually did not have that second body. So we realized that it would be impossible for them to stand. So we added a body part for them to stand on.
0: Mallory, I gotta tell you, I'm pretty sure 99% of adults don't know what ZBrush is, and not to mention kids. And I love that you're so knowledgeable about that, such an intricate process and those details. Now, what's in the works for People Popsland? Do you have any new toy designs, any new products, any new merchandise, books, whatever? Yes. Right now,
1: I have a... I'm trying to get an injection mold machine. I have a Kid Everest fundraiser crowdfunding campaign, the link is in my bio, and I'm trying to make it where I can make plastic people pops using plastic pellets, because the ones I have right now are resin people pops. They're very collectible, but also brittle. I finished this fundraiser. I won't have enough money to buy the machine. I'll be selling coloring books so I can purchase the machine. It costs $1,800, so I am almost at my goal, but my ultimate goal is to get a licensing deal.
0: We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, Mallory is going to be sharing some of her personal experiences as a kid entrepreneur. We talked a lot about her company in the first half, but the second half is going to be focused on on some of her dreams and ambitions for the future and what she says when people tell her she's too young to be an entrepreneur. Hang tight! Hi guys, this is Noah Golder, the host of the Fireflies Debate Show for its first seven episodes. On our regular shows, We feature two kid debaters and a kid host that discuss pressing issues in society such as the black lives matter movement and the reopening of schools we would love it if you checked fireflies out we may be small but we have bright minds and big ideas welcome back today we have with us mallory martin mallory was able take a simple popsicle stick and transform it into this massive empire. That's what we talked about in the first half, but now we're gonna get into some of the more personal and some of Mallory's firsthand experiences, including where she hopes to be in the future. Now, Mallory, I wasn't there myself, but I assume you impressed a lot of people at design con last year with your young age because you know probably everyone else is an adult what would you say is the best part or favorite part about being a young entrepreneur
1: well for me it's a place to put my ideas talking making them a reality and Designocon is really really exciting even though it has 10 hour days I get to talk to people feeding out their energy and selling toys and meeting new people It was also great because I got to see people's reactions to the toys.
0: That's great, Mallory. I definitely agree with you in that when you're at these conventions in your industry, you know, it's more about meeting new people and getting feedback, even more than actually selling the product. So have you always wanted to run your own company and, you know, like have your own line of toys?
1: Yes. I never imagined myself as anything else but an artist since my mom was... I passed electrical engineer, and my dad still currently makes toys. That was all I was ever around, so I never thought it would be anything else.
0: Mallory, I think it's so almost like arbitrary that, you know, your dad does 3D printing, and your mom is, maybe not she's not an artist, but she's interested in art. And I think you're the perfect comedian, and that this toy company is right there in your space. And it's like a perfect combination of everything you love. Now, I know your parents are very, very supportive of all your ambitions. But what do other family members think when you tell them that you have your own like, pretty successful business?
1: Well, honestly, they were brutally honest the first time I told them I had some type of company. I used to just make pipe cleaner bracelets, so they'd have to tell me, any kid could do that. You have to dig deep and try to think about what you can do that every kid can't do. So as I got older, I would keep trying to find more business ideas. And they want to hit People Pops, that was just the goal. And everyone I told, they're like, wow. But they had a feeling I was going to make a toy.
0: Yeah, Mallory, I definitely do understand the initial skepticism, because it is not every day when one of your young family members goes up and says, I have a toy company. Now, you're 10 years old right now, and turning 11 soon. I know this is a long time away, but in 30 years, where do you see yourself?
1: Honestly, I have no idea where I'd be at because it all depends on what path I take. Say like I'm designing clothes, I might be working on homes by then because my clothes line might be done. But if I'm designing spacesuits, I still might be working on them because it might take a long time to design them. And if I design homes, I might be living in one of my homes.
0: Mallory, that's definitely very understandable. And I do like how your mindset is to adapt. You have an open mindset, and you're not strict on only one path. And I love your ambition. You know, you said you might be designing spacesuits for astronauts to go to space. I definitely do think that that's something you have a chance of doing and something that you might be doing. So, you know, if you get to that point one day, make sure you send me a text because I'd love to find out more. So now, at Kids CEO, we're always trying to encourage kids to take a jump into something they've never tried before. What would be your one piece of advice for kids who are thinking of starting a business like you?
1: For my advice, you have to dig deep. Don't just scratch the surface, but really try to find out about your field. You have to research and seek it out. You have to see past experiences, tired inspiration, and ideas that have failed. You should check out things that have not been done yet so you can be the first one to do it. People in your field can be your mentors. Even if they're not really there, you should still check out what they have to say and cop into every chance that you find to actually see them. You should see business information. You should see the costs and your competitors too.
0: Mallory, it's great advice. You know, don't scratch the surface. Dig deep. You know, Take risks. And most of the time, the risks will lead in reward. So now, Mallory, I'm sure there are plenty of listeners who want to contribute to you in some way. So what are some of the ways they can do that?
1: Currently, I do not have them for sale. If you go to my Kid Everest campaign, the link is in my bio, and my Instagram is at peoplepopsland.com. You can go to my Instagram to find more about the People Pop, and you can go to my bio to donate if you want to get a possible coloring book. Our broad, our stickers, lanyards, artwork prints, and I have one more people pop left.
0: There you guys go. I'll also leave some of the links she's talking about down in the description, so make sure you go check those out. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Mallory. You're really an inspiration to all the listeners and all of us in general. So thanks so much for telling your story.
1: Thanks for inviting me.
0: Alright everyone, that was Mallory Martin from People's Popsland. What an amazing and impressive story. At only age 10, she was able to take more risks and get more reward than the ordinary adult. Make sure to go check her out on Instagram, once again, link in bio. And if you have any questions, leave a comment on one of her posts, or reach out to me on Instagram at OfficialBenjaminWong, and I'll make sure to pass on the message. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, and I will see you all next week. Thanks so much to Nova Golder, our episode advisor, and Talia Brahman, our audio engineer. And thanks so much to you all for listening. If you like what you're hearing or have any feedback from me, please consider giving us a review on Apple Podcasts, or even consider subscribing. Thanks so much, and have a productive and innovative week. Mm -hmm. Music